So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. It is the Tuesday edition of the People's Talk Show, and I'm looking forward to connecting and sharing with you some things that caught my attention today, as well as finding out uh, what's on your radar. So sorry about running a little bit behind, scrambling on my end, computer refreshed, phone acting up, you name it. It's all types of issues, but definitely looking forward to connecting and uh, checking in and find out what's on your radar. And would definitely love to uh, share with you a few things here and see where it takes us this evening. Looking forward to connecting. And uh, as always, want to welcome any first time viewers to the community. Let me know where you're watching from. And also when the phone lines open up, we'll love to hear your voice directly. Um, good way to get the community involved to uh, make sure we all stay plugged in and help keep one another up to date on events as they unfold. All right. So for those who are coming in, uh, if you don't mind, uh, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algos kick in and notify people. And uh, we'll keep it moving. I'm not going to complain at all. Just keep pressing forward and try to share with you stories that come my way and uh, see if we can try to just filter through some of this noise here. And before I move forward, let me just do a little maintenance on my side. I want to make sure uh, I got to get things set up. I'm trying to make sure I put everything up on the screen here. So for those who are tuned in, if you're here, hopefully you're here because you're notified. Or if you happen to be stumbling across the channel, I want to encourage you to click that bell notification. And if you happen to be new altogether, hit that subscribe button. Hopefully you're able to join us uh, as we stream every day for the most part. And also connect with RTD off of YouTube just because there's <laughs> articles circulating, uh, basically shining negative uh, light on uh, YouTubers and social media influencers and people of that nature that share their thoughts on financial matters. And so once again, I mentioned this earlier this year, as we move more into this great unraveling of the monetary system, they're gonna to look to point the blame on any and everybody. And so uh, people who speak about money, investing, financial matters, monetary literacy, they're gonna be pointed at as being the people who are spreading uh, the, their favorite word, misinformation. So. I try to keep it sweet and simple and tell you that uh, gold and silver are the best forms of historically proven and true tried and tested currency. Everything else are just basically uh, liabilities of central banks and all the interwoven craziness happening out here with those financial products. And of course, share with you derivatives and CBDC talk. We get all types of stuff anyway. So enough ranting. Let me acknowledge a couple of people. They will jump into the headlines and uh see where it takes us man so we got uh we got roger rose checking in appreciate you uh paul from eugene we got miss love we have toya uh, appreciate you as well we have ryan pm galleria john tony b checking in a few people here man appreciate you and so uh let me just jump right into headlines man and so one of the things that caught my attention happens to be around the continual push about the rebranded currencies, i.e. central bank distributed tokens that they're pushing out all around the world. And of course, the West G7 nations will probably be the last to go. And of course, the U.S. will be the last if it succeeds. Who knows? But there's always things that we can learn uh, about events as they unfold in other countries. So last week I talked about the Indian rupee, which their pilot program came out uh, on the first of this month. And here we are now. I want to just speak a little bit on Nigeria. 
uh, because I talked about the Enera earlier this year when it first dropped. And so far, I think there's 11 total countries that are uh, either fully launched or in the high development phase and beyond the sand dollar and the Bahamas, which is a central bank tokenized currency, not much usage, not much of a big deal. And so when governments are trying to steer their economies towards the direction they want to, they'll do anything they can to try to make sure people are forced to do that. And so out of the uh, out of Nigeria, looks like uh, because the Enera has not picked up much traction the way they want it to. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to cut off some of the exits and entrances for those who use cash, especially in those countries that use a, a lot of cash. OK, so let me just jump into some headlines, man, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines and my primary phone line is down. So I'm going to be using my computer. So hopefully the audio comes out well. So for those who are plugged in, let me know how things are sounding on my end. And we'll go from there. All right. So here's an article here I want to touch on. Something that caught my attention I thought was very timely just because we I, I, I don't enjoy talking about uh, central bank digital currencies, but I know that's a part of the game plan for the banksters to basically further enslave us and limit our options in, re in reference to having something physical. So I know that this is where they want us to hear us. Whether or not it succeeds, who knows? But, you know, Nigeria has, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, 40 million or, or or a lot more than that people who are all cash they use nothing but cash over there and of course uh this the inera is the bankster's way of trying to get them out of cash so here's a good story nigeria caps atm cash withdrawals at 45 dollars daily to push digital payments and so i've heard so many complaints from people on a social media sphere, basically saying that the e-narrow, uh, the, 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 the software don't work, the app sometimes freezes. And, you know, here's so many problems out there where people pretty much opted out of it and said, hey, we're not going to touch that. But bit by bit, we'll see governments around the world begin to implement tactics that is it's possible sometime in the long distance future from now, it might show up in the developed world, i.e., you know, the UK's or the France or anywhere in the EU and God forbid here in the US at some point down the line. But just to give you some highlights here, because we always can learn a lot from what's happening in other nations. And so I'll thumb through this real quickly, highlight some things. But I encourage you to if you want to dive deeper, feel free to do so for yourself. But just real quick here, uh, it says Nigeria Central Bank slashed the daily withdrawal limit from automatic teller machines in a bid to boost digital payments in Africa's most populous nation. The Central Bank of uh, Nigeria capped the maximum customer withdrawal to 2,000 Naira, $44 a day, down from the previous limit of 150000 So literally that right there is, I don't know what that is, equates to in 150000 So I would say that is definitely a lot more. So cutting off the amount that you can take out, which is, can be very discouraging, which will automatically force people to take the effort and time to learn how to use the app and go through all the frustrations and headaches of, I guess, jumping into the category uh, or leaving the category of the unbanked. Move down a little bit more. It says the action is latest in a string of central bank orders aimed at limiting the use of cash and expand digital currencies to help improve access to banking. Oh, how helpful. It says in Nigeria's latest information economy, cash outside the banks represent 85 percent of the currency. And it so happens that at the same time, they're issuing a new notes, those little polymer, you know, shiny notes. And they're all they last month. They started recalling all of the old paper uh, notes. And so 
why not just begin to continue to push for uh, the complete removal of notes at some point in the future? Uh, let me know. So TB says the volume. Let me know what's up, my volume. Everything should be good on my side. Let me check and make sure I'm on the mic, right microphone. Yeah, so I'm on the right microphone. So hopefully it comes out well, but I'll cut back a little bit and go from there. But okay, so customers should be encouraged, as it says here, to be able to use that stuff. So reason I thought I would just talk talk about this a little bit, just because I think paying attention to what's happening in other nations are a good way to be able to see what all central bankers, because mind you, Nigeria central banks, they're in cahoots with the BIS and all the other banks that are looking to roll out the same type of tool in the future. So something we can learn from now. So I guess at some point in the future, cash would pose a threat to them, to the, to the Federal Reserve at some point as well. And so God forbid there's some type of an event to where it's either thrust on us right away in emergency form or they try to roll it out bit by bit as an alternative to cash. We all know ultimately where it's heading. So just something to uh, be aware of as we move forward in this uh, reset that we're in. All right. Here's something else that caught my attention. And so people mention this as well, but it has to do with the derivatives world. And so 65 trillion is a huge number. But then again, when it comes to what the Federal Reserve has created and put out there, we don't even begin to know what's on their books just because they've never been audited. And so it's interesting how at this current moment we are getting information from one of the core entities that are basically the bankers of bankers. And so I'll just thumb through this real quick here. But when the BIS, which is the biggest bank of all the banks, for the most part, are deciding to come out with these astronomical numbers at this current point in time, that lets me know that they're literally trying to either push this through with very little repercussions for these numbers or it's a lot greater than what we're being told. And so basically, it's just I can go through all this. I'll spare you this. But ultimately, so much off the book currency swaps in the shadow banking realm that's all interconnected with the derivatives of which other than, than the two quadrillion we know of this 65 trillion they're even saying in this article that you know they still don't have everything fully above uh the table because most of the stuff is done off the books so this is what they've been able to put together so far as far as the currency out there that have been swapped amongst nations that there's no way of unraveling this stuff or actually making these account deficits equate to uh, or balancing the books out per se. So it's just one of those things where 65 trillion on top of all the other trillions out there, this goes to show that there's a lot more currency floating out there, whether it be those Euro dollars or whatever else, that it's a web of confusion. And of course it all it piggybacks on all the other company, all the retirement funds, the pension funds, they are also interconnected with this crap as well. So yeah, there's more information there if you guys are interested. And then here's another one uh, in reference to the uh, housing space. Uh, investors yank money from commercial property funds, uh, pressuring real estate value. So ultimately, the two biggest, we got Blackstone and Starwood Capital. People are looking to get out. And so they had to freeze and to halt and put caps on the withdrawals. So it's just it's so much news right here out now, nowadays about people trying to withdraw and not being able to fully. And it is a and once again, it's just my opinion, but it is pretty much a certainty that moving forward in this decade, people who think they'll be able to fully withdraw the full amount of anything they think they are owed will be limited just because of the current economic tightness. That a lot At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. A lot of people are feeling, more people are concerned. So you better believe the holders or the fiduciaries of those accounts that you think you have, they're also feeling the pinch because the funds more than likely are not liquid there in their possession to be able to be dispersed. And so one of the key takeaways of this article here is that because the cash is not there, it's in property. They're having to they're being forced to sell all types of assets, i.e. real estate throughout the world. So you have the ETFs, you got the REITs, you got all those other products that were put together to suck in capital for investment sake. Now they're under pressure. And so at some point they're going to basically with, they're going to stop withdrawals altogether, especially if the market continues to trend downward, like it we're more than likely will in the uh, 2023 timeframe. So it's one of the things where people will not be able to fully get their funds out when stuff hits the fan fully. Just be aware of that people. And then also just more news uh, what's happening in, in reference to the true economy, Bank of America, you know, take of it what you make of it, what you made with these guys here. But, you know, they're all obviously warning people for a reason because it benefits them in some capacity. But it says Bank of America warns of a labor collapse and stock sell off in 2023. And so that plays right into the fact that people are trying to get out of Dodge. And basically it's uh, not going to be enough room for everybody to exit at the same time. So hopefully people who are concerned uh, have taken advantage of opportunities to slowly but surely gotten themselves out of harm's way when it comes to these financial products that are imploding right now. But not everybody has, unfortunately, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. And so that's why it's always been of importance to make sure you get your weight up on top of all the other things out there, because uh, basically it boils down to you taking financial responsibility for your own future. And it's my personal opinion. And let me actually share with you an article that I did put in the Telegram. And so I encourage anybody who uh, uh, want to connect throughout the day, make sure you guys join the Telegram group. But uh, here's that article that I wanted to share uh, just to highlight how when, you know, outside of FTX and SBF causing a stir in the crypto space. And of course, the mainstream media, the financial advisors, the mainstream pundits, they're going to use that narrative to play right into the upcoming financial collapse that we're going to experience in the legacy system. And so ultimately what they're trying to do here is basically give people a warning or point the blame if they could. It says social media financial content is the Wild West. Here are the red flags flags to watch out for uh, before investing your money. So ultimately they're saying that financial information from YouTubers is something you should be concerned with, all predicated on the recent events with FTX. But uh, one of the things that stood out says resist the urge to go all in on trends. It says do your own due diligence. And there's another one here. It says seek professional expertise. And so one thing that stood out to me was at this current moment, I doubt there's many financial advisors other than the Peter Schiff's and a couple other people who are fully aware of the monetary transition we're in. So most people, your average financial advisor, uh, in my opinion, will not be out here telling you to make sure you take a little bit something off the top, get gold, silver, as well as have a little cash on hand, all those type of things, which are just practical ways of diversifying out of these financial products. But even the financial institutions that issue the Series 7, as well as all these other licenses, they're a part of the problem. 
And so those are all the reason why this system is collapsing, just because nobody know who owns what. And so the chance of you getting solid fundamental advice that you would want to base your family's future on in the midst of a monetary reset more than likely won't come from your licensed individual. So, you know, that's just my opinion. This is not financial advice, of course, but I dang sure wouldn't trust a person who makes a commission off of the information he shares with me. That's just me. But I could be wrong. But anyway, let's keep moving. Um, so I have a couple more topics here, but I'll spare you guys all that. I'm curious to hear what's on your radar. Uh, lots of things unfolding, as always. But I want to definitely talk to you guys because this is the People's Talk Show. And so before we do that, I want to if you haven't already hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And hopefully that does a better job of notifying or having the algos notify people that we are alive here. And also want to make sure for those who might be new, perhaps I always got to just give a big up to Billion Max for giving people opportunity to get your weight up as well as for Patriots. Those are people who definitely bless me on the back end as far as help me fund this operations just because YouTube is literally like really trying to take me off the air, it seems. But anyway, before I move forward, let me just share with you some information for those who have not uh, taken advantage of it. I encourage you to do so. Uh, definitely. I wouldn't share nothing with you that I have haven't taken advantage of myself. So share with you this one one minute clip here and then we'll jump into the phone line. So if you got questions or thoughts, let's get them in right away. If not, we'll probably cut this live stream a little short and see where it takes us. So stick around one more second. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Do you have backup power for emergencies? The power grid here in the U.S. is outdated and at least two-thirds of the grid is 25 years older or more. That's why having your own solar power is more important than ever. With the Patriot Power Generator, you will never be without power. You can take it with you on the go or use it indoors. Yet it's powerful enough for your phones, medical devices, or even your fridge. And right now, you can go to 4 and use the code RTD to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. That even includes the Patriot Power Generator. You'll also get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97, and a portion of every sales donated to charities that support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4 use code RTD to get 10% off. That's 4 use code RTD to get yours today. All right, people, we are back at it. Uh, let's talk, man. Let's find out what's going on. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, it is a talk show. And so if there's no one to talk to, there's not much of a talk show other than me just ranting. I could call this, you know, Michael's rant show, but I don't want to do that. So I want to connect with the community and see what you guys have your pulse on out there. So feel free to let me know or highlight in the chat uh, something that stands out. We can go from there. All right. So as I mentioned, doing something a little bit different on my end. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hello? Anybody there? Hello? Hello, how you doing, my friend? What's your name? Where you calling from? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, give me one second here. Let me, I'm trying hello. to... Hello, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Sorry about that. I'm streaming from a different device, my friend. What's your name? Where you calling from? Man, what's going on, man? My name's Josh from uh, Houston, Texas. Josh from Houston, Texas. I'm doing good, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? I really want to tell you this is a great topic to talk on, bro, because I really feel like everybody...
every investment nowadays is gonna be CBD based, like stocks, bonds, um, forex, crypto. I really feel like a lot of stuff is gonna, you know, go through the bank, mm-hmm. you know, to in order to pay for things. And right. I feel like it's gonna be CBD based, you know, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be easier to control. But gold and silver, in my opinion, is the only thing that's gonna keep you like safe because you can add into the bank whenever you want you know you yeah. always have valuable that value on your side you'll always have you know money with you but you can add to the cbdc when you need to when you need to pay for stuff you know what i'm saying right right and and that's where ultimately where this is heading because everything will flow through your banking account we're going to pay your bills you pay your property taxes pay your direct deposit from your job is going to be through your bank as always and that's why they're trying to work with the, I guess, the commercial banks and the central banks are working together, trying to somehow, some way, utilize a some some a single point of ledger or some kind that'll be backtracked in the Federal Reserve's offices to where they'll be able to see, track, and trace everything you do. So that's that, that's the future, I assume. But you know, hopefully between now and then, something happens where it doesn't work out. That's the best we can hope for. But other than that, that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean. To be honest, based on the Bible, man, I feel like we're going that way regardless. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like, how are we going to be around it? And, you know, even in the Bible, God said that, you know, he'll leave, um, he'll, he'll leave, he'll leave things for us, you know, that way we can, that way we can bypass, you know, like the market of bees or CBDCs, you know, he'll, 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 I forgot the word, but he said he'll leave, uh, like certain foods and certain just ways out for his, for his people, you know, the ones right. that don't so, Right. You know, I feel like gold and silver going back to that. You know, I feel like that's the way to kind of be out the system, and whenever you want to be in the system, add to that. You know, or add what you need, but not have every investment in that. You know, but right. like I said, this is a great topic, bro. You really, you really hit me on it now, every in every way. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling and sharing your thoughts, my friend. Uh, sorry about that. Thanks for calling, my friend. Appreciate you calling. Yeah, I apologize for the volume. I'm actually streaming from a computer just because the phone isn't working, so having issues. But uh, hopefully, you guys could hear a little bit of that. I apologize, but you know, I'm trying to make do. Um, so feel free to call in, share your thoughts. Let me know what's going on. And so I see Crypto Poppy TV says that uh, uh, says, "Well, what if they take your gold and silver? They did that back in the day. History repeats itself, right? That is a possibility. You never know. And so ultimately, your true, your greatest asset is your skill set and your mind. And so they can't take that away, apart from you losing your life. But other than that. You know, gold and silver, once again, is something that can be physically and geographically relocated throughout various places to where, you know, having something dug in the ground, you know, in the worst case scenario is uh, is something that's available to you. And so it's one of the things where anything is possible. You never know. And so it's good to say their preferred plan is to have people steer steer towards cryptocurrencies and digital assets because it's on your phone. And that's something that, you know. Every operating system, they can probably at some point track and see and things of that nature. So it is possible. But then again, not not probable because most people don't have gold and silver. So can't take what most people don't have. So but a good, good, good point there. And so having, I guess, a little bit of everything might be in your best interest if it's something that concerns you uh, down the line. All right. What else we got here? Feel free to let me know your thoughts. That was me. Josh, appreciate you, man. Uh, says back in the 30s, everyone had gold. Now less than one do not worth confiscating a hundred percent. And of course, I'm sure if people you know pay attention to history, there was a lot of people who uh, were not within the banking system that had gold coins that uh, were just things that they had under their mattress, had out in the cornfields, and it served as liquidity when they needed to 
uh, take care of and sustain them, sustain themselves. So uh, they're not going to take uh, I don't think they even really want to try to take gold and silver from people just because where's the manpower going to come from other than just taxing the, the snot out you when you try to go sell it or something like that. But uh, we'll see. All right. What else we got here? Uh, look up CHP crypto. Uh, I'll check that out, my friend. It says in the kingdom, what value is gold and silver when your souls are priceless? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think we're going to have a lot bigger issues than just uh, the financial side of things, in my opinion. All right. Says, so you're saying they're cut from the same cloth in Georgia. So, yeah, I haven't followed the race in Georgia with uh, what's his name? Warwick and uh, Walker. If I'm, wrong, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, but uh, once again, I, I, I it's it's. I don't have much confidence in the political system these days. So apart from it being a entertaining show, I would assume that when stuff hits the fan, the ballots are counted somehow, some way. You know, I'll be surprised if the Democrats didn't have at least one more ballot at the end of the day. Or just so happens that the uh, monitors go off at the voting machines the day of. It's just I, I've seen more than enough of that to believe that that will be the outcome depending on how they want it. So we'll see. All right. What else we got here? Uh, computer base. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Like and share. Neil, as always. Tony B says, what is a, what is the ratio between people who own gold versus crypto? Uh, nobody knows. I don't know if you know TB, let me know. I would imagine uh, different demographics for sure. I would assume that there will be more of the financially savvy as well as retirees that might have physical metals or exposure to it through mining or things like that. Whereas in the younger crowd, Generation Z, millennials might have uh, more of the crypto space just because we're typically known as a digital, the digital generation. So, but no, but I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure. So uh, let me know your thoughts if you got any. Uh, Vip says Nigeria is a guinea pig as far as CBC goes through double uh, dotted work. Yeah. And so in reference to the uh, CBDC, this being forced on people there and the different steps they're going to take to try to make sure people use it, i.e. through limiting cash and things like that. It's 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 a step by step process, because the sad part is the government at this current moment, they're not going anywhere. And so even even if they had an election in Nigeria, the same puppets that had the same school of thought, same point of reference, they all somewhat somewhat answer to the same entities at the higher ups bis as well as with wef so even if they change governments they're still gonna be pushing the same policies because it's all about surveillance it's all about uh having a permissioned economy where they are saying where they make the final say so that's you know all governments are on board with the same steps now i was you know there are some different governments that appear to be taking a much slower path toward the cbdc just because they have accepted or appear to try to adopt the digital asset space, whether it be Brazil, El Salvador, uh, the central uh, was it one of the African Central African Republic or something like that in Africa. So, not sure. But uh, let's talk. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Mike, how you doing, Brando? Brando from Los Angeles. Brando from Los Angeles. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? What's in your mind? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact is, I think people don't really understand 
the opportunity of cryptocurrency. Okay. I don't even think people really know what it is. Uh, quite frankly, if you're paying attention to the World Economic Forum, mm -hmm. they tell us all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and essentially, we have the same opportunity as they did in the 1900s, which is to invest in the infrastructure of the economy. Mm -hmm. Now that we're moving into a digital economy, the physical to the digital, yeah. everybody can see that happening. And uh, anybody who can, they just don't want to see it. Right. So we, we now have the same opportunity to invest in the infrastructure of the new economy that is going to be leading us into the fourth industrial revolution. That's where we'll see robots, drones, autonomous vehicles. Mm -hmm. This is already happening right now. Right. I live in California. Robots are delivering DoorDash. Right. There's particular protocols that I'm invested in on blockchain technology mm -hmm. that are working with some of the biggest companies, IBM, that are purposely going to replace lawyers, attorneys, uh, insurance agents, mm -hmm. anything you can think of. Right. They're doing the same thing that they did to the uh, manufactured uh, workers mm -hmm. uh, in the warehouses and all that. And they're going to do it to the new class of workers that we know now. Right. And everybody that's, that work, that's working now. So I really feel like People just don't understand the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're moving us into a direction where we're going to be working alongside these AIs and robots. Of course, it's hard to believe, mm -hmm. uh, but they're setting up these new economies right now. Right. There's uh, TV shows that are telling us, like uh, um, uh, Black Mirror, mm -hmm. where they're showing you're going to be playing games to earn, moving to earn, reading to earn, listening to earn, watching to earn. If you're not, if you're getting, if your jobs are getting replaced, how are you going to earn new money? You're going to earn new money in the new economy. Right. And I know I understand that movement 100 percent. And you hit it right on the, you know, hit the nail right on the head. It's all in, in accordance to the fourth industrial revolution. And on, on, on top of that, that whole infrastructure you're talking about is designed around the fact that you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That's their model. And so along with that. They're also playing right into the hands of the whole, you know, global population agenda and smart cities where you're going to have to have permission, social credit score system. So all that comes involved as well. So it's as if like, you know, I guess is that is that direction of, 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 of you know, and I said excitement, but that's something that you're, I guess, willing to accept without any pushback in this digital revolution that they're that they're they're steering this. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer of God, right? Yeah. And I feel like they say knowledge is power, right? Correct. So what separates the 99% from the 1% is knowledge of the right information. Mm -hmm. So if I have the knowledge that where everything is moving to, mm -hmm. because the people that don't know what's happening, the mm -hmm. people of the world, they're going to own nothing. But the people who understand where the movements are happening mm -hmm. and they're investing in the right areas, right. of course we're going to own stuff. Right. We have the money to. Correct. Well, I, I, it's one of the things where I, I do agree that they, they are steering the ship towards a digital transformation, but I don't think it's going to be as enjoyable on the back end when you have to have permission via, you know, the whole social credit score. Like, you know, and all that stuff is factored in. I think it's not going to be as enjoyable to really cooperate in the I mainstream economy. Right. 
No, I agree with you, but I think that's where decentralization comes into play. So you think? So you think they're going to go? You think they're going to allow the whole decentralized economy to go hand in hand with their slave economy, with the CBDCs, and there be no interruptions whatsoever? Absolutely, because you got to understand this: the, the masses of the world are not going to know how to operate decentralized way. Yeah, that's why they're being scared out of the markets now with all the FTX crashes and you know a lot of people losing money. Let's be honest. If you ask 10 out of 100 people, well, ask 100 people, <laughs> how many of them know how to operate uh, their MetaMask wallet or decentralized wallet? They don't know how to. Right. They keep all of their money on centralized platforms. Right. But the few, the new 1%, which we call it, are the people who know how to operate in a decentralized manner. Hey, hey, I, I understand, so, my man. <laughs> it's, it's the same game. It just, a, it just has a new look to it. Right. Hey, okay. Hey, I hear you, man. So I, I, I'm familiar with the decentralized space a little bit, and I've just seen how the whole space has transitioned to where now it's in the hands of the big boys. And so with the proof of stake, proof of work, I think that's going to definitely uh, expose a lot of the of the corruption in that whole space. And it's going to really, you know, basically point to the fact that it was this is all a part of a plan and none of this was actually by accident in my opinion so i think we're right where they want us to be <laughs> of course i mean everything has been orchestrated you yeah. know i mean just look at the fact how they controlled and manipulated chipotle out of its good standing back in the day it was all organic <laughs> they wanted to buy them out they didn't want to sell and they created the whole e coli uh, outburst and they forced them yeah Hey, so, good point. So they do what they do, but if, if you understand where things are headed, we can still get a piece of the pie. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm a, I believe in God right? uh-huh, uh-huh. for any and everything, but God has led me to understand this technology and to be able to help other people mm-hmm. navigate and avoid the pitfalls that many are falling victim to, like through these FTX scandals and different things like that. Hey. So I'm just a vessel that's being used. And I'm just being used to talk to you today. Hey, man, appreciate, well, I appreciate you. Appreciate <laughs> you doing what you do. Thank you, my man. Appreciate you for calling. Thank you. Yeah. Be good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it's just one of the things where I, I, the dis- decentralized cryptographic token space ain't going nowhere. It's just I know that when it gets here, you know, it, it comes with a lot of sacrifice because a lot of people have to. You have to give up. You have to give up something on the other end. Enjoy some of those uh, fruits of your knowledge. So. Time will tell. Anyway, hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, not, not too much, buddy. Um, I sent you a video um, with uh, interview with uh, Mike Adams and Steve Quill earlier. Okay, let me. I think I put it under like uh, WHO uh, World Treaty. Yep, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah, if you can toss that in there. But anyway, it kind of goes to um, somewhat. Somewhat of what the, the last brother was talking about, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I, I can't embrace it the way that he was trying to embrace yeah. it. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's that's where it's hard. I understand the, the the potential gains financially speaking, but yet on the other side of that, you know, you're giving up some freedoms, man. You're giving up some, you're giving up some things on the back end. So it's where it's hard to, you know, be willingly go go down the road they want to go down when you know the fourth industrial revolution. Like once we get to that point where it's fully operational. It's it's a wrap, man. You know, like literally, that's lock and key. Throw it away. You're done. Well, well, we, 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 I'm not gonna say we all know this, but most of us know this. This, this, this is all this is all scriptural, mm-hmm. all biblical. 
Yeah. This was this, this was not a joke. Uh, I mean, that Bible that, that some laugh about, all of the myths, uh, you know, all the rest of these comments that some people make about it. Yeah. That book told the beginning to the end, and right. all the rest of that. And I, I forgot where it's at in the Bible, where where where, where it says, uh, "I told you these things in mm. advance, so yeah. that you would know and believe." <laughs> so how do you how, how do you take a book like that and turn around when it's telling you? Right. <laughs> from the end and vice versa. How do you how do you just ignore that and go, hey? It's it, it, only just milk. <laughs> telling you. Yeah. Hey, man, I hear you, my friend. I hear you. Hey, anyway, anyway, uh, what, what about those, that Jim Rickard uh, prediction? Remember he, he said something? The 13th? Ninth uh, or 13th or something? A while back? Yeah. The, you know, the, we said crypto, he called them Biden bucks. They were going to issue Biden bucks. You know, the, the central bank digital currencies coming out of December or something like that was his, you know, part of his Ice Nine, you know, whole spiel because he's an insider the cia and all that other crap so yeah we'll, we'll, i mean it's a couple days away so we'll find out we'll see yeah, i know i know hey but, but in that video in that video before i go uh it, it talks about biden because i got that new world order that who or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. uh is, is putting together that that treaty for for the world yeah and i think i, I think they said biden's supposed to be signing the u.s onto that in january uh, which which basically goes to no sovereignty for for countries, mm-hmm. no sovereignty for countries or states. Yeah. So if, if you got a, a like Texas or Florida, mm-hmm. no 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 no, you can't do that. Uh, WHO gonna come in and yeah. So it goes into all of that. So anyway, it's pretty good. And so that was the. That was a treaty that was, uh, I guess, set to be voted on. Was it over the summer in the UK or something like that? And you know, it didn't get enough votes at that time. I, I think, it was, but they put it off basically. So is this is it the same treaty you're referring to? Yeah, it's coming back up in January. Okay. Biden's, Biden's supposed to be signing us on to it. They, they talk about it in that uh, in that video that uh, that I sent you. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess it just comes down to this for me, people. That Bible is real. It says what it means. It means what it says. This dude is this dude. That thing, whatever you want to call him, he's going to come onto the scene. Yeah. And if everybody just worried about their bag, you can be left hanging with the bag. Right. Bag. The bag ain't. Bag ain't gonna do much good, man. <laughs> At the end, the bag ain't do much good. Oh man. But hey, appreciate you, my friend. Yeah, be good. Okay, God bless. Thanks. Same to you. Good stuff, my friend. Vince, appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for that love offering, buddy. Um, all right. What else we got here? Let's keep it going, man. Uh, says recommend push that button. What else we here? So yeah, I guess that was uh the whole Biden Bucks. 
supposed to be this January or this December. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Yeah, doing good, my friend. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, I always thought I uh, appreciate Gerald Lente, and he, he's for the last ten years he's saying he's a political atheist, mm-hmm. and you tend to act along those same lines. You don't buy into all the political Trump or this or that or the other. Yeah. And I was thinking about how much energy is wasted. I watch my friends, and I'm talking about men in Bible groups and you know Christian women and stuff who pay so much attention to this uh, political realm. And it's like chasing after the wind. It really doesn't, you know, half these things don't happen. Remember the diesel crunch? Diesel was supposed to run out last month. <laughs> got diesel. And, you know, it's right. a distraction. But I think even us paying too much attention to things that seemingly are important but out of our control, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I'm in the mindset now. If it's not affecting you now, don't worry about it. Learn about it a little bit. Yeah. We need to focus on our on our spiritual man and what's going on with our, ourselves internally and then our families and our children and our church and our community. Right. It's so much more important than worrying about what Joe Biden or so-and-so senator or, you know, down in Georgia. You know, we can't control that. We ain't voting and they can cheat anyway. You know, it's just so much wasted energy, Mike. And I think people really are going to have to come down to focusing on what's important and it's God. Mm-hmm. loving each other and, yeah. and just being good people and striving to be the best person that we can be. But we need to get the Christians and the people kind of away. I mean, it's okay to be aware. And I, you know, I like the financial stuff mm-hmm. you know, way better than the political. Yeah. You know, because that's something you can kind of work for, grab or do some things that you know, may actually have something yeah. come out of it. Yeah. But uh, God's just kind of speaking to me to, to stay focused, you know, and, and focus on him and, and, and get out of all this stuff. And, and you've been ahead of the curve on that. But it's so hard for some people to stay away from that. Right. Now, watch this. I just had a curiosity because as you're speaking about the spiritual essence of things, what came to my mind is the importance of praying for people who you would consider your enemy. And so I would definitely put a lot of those globalists, World Economic Forum people as people who are against me. They probably would prefer that I no longer you know, am living, but I would consider them my enemies. And so how often are you, know, are you reminded or encouraged or people talk about the importance of praying for your enemies, even though they're trying to do you under like, you know, that is a biblical concept. And so that is something also that is of importance as well, because God can get in and move some things if need, because all those puppets are being steered in accordance to his will anyway. It just may not line up with what we want as far as our lives concerned, but they're all here for a purpose as well. So, you know, just the point is praying for your enemies is something just came to mind. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's huge, but most people can't take the time to pray for themselves or their immediate family. You know, the average Christian don't spend no time in prayer. And I'm guilty, you know, I'm yeah. guilty. Yeah, I, 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 I try it my best. I never look at it like that. <laughs> I never looked at it like that. You opened in my eyes. You know, I meant praying for them with to their benefit. Mm-hmm. We can pray for them to help the whole world if they can. Correct. We're supposed to pray for people in authority. So that's just something that we, you know, c- can use a fresh reminder every now and then. So I appreciate you for, you know, bringing up that essence of things because that is important. So, yeah, as always, man, good to hear from you. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate you for, call- appreciate you for calling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Praying for your enemies. Uh, appreciate it. Um, what else we got here? Tony B says, super chat. Would I miss something? Uh, TB. Uh, that was from Vinny, I think. I appreciate you, V. Appreciate you, V. What's on your mind? Mar- Mariano hasn't sent out his emails uh, newsletter either. Uh, Gregory Manorino, he's been um, <laughs> he's been on top of things, man. 
Uh, <laughs> Greg is, he's a funny guy, man. He goes crazy behind the damn camera. Um, what else? Yeah, man. Interesting times to say the least. Uh, what else? All right, man. So we about that, uh, our, was it 45 minute mark, man. And so I appreciate everybody taking time to bless me with your presence. And it's good to have a little back and forth and have people share what's on their mind. And so we covered a variety of subjects, man. But more importantly, let's just end on a little bit of prayer. It's been a while since I've done that. Appreciate you, Ed, for bringing that to my uh, remembrance. And so for me personally, just real quick, and I've within the last uh, couple of days or so, really been instructed to pay more attention to the, the presence and the power that the Holy Spirit himself has in this life right now with the side, with inside of each and every believer. So me personally, I've just been trying to focus on, you know, being led by the Spirit. That's one thing that I think... Well, as a couple years of my life, I've gotten away from and want to take more matters into my own hands. And it's, you know, done more harm than good. So I've been steered back to the essence of my spiritual foundation, which is dependence on being led by the Holy Spirit. So I think we all can use a little bit of that uh, as well as just getting in the word, man, depositing our and strengthening and building our faith right now. because We're going to need it if you're not already. So. All right, people, let's close out with a little bit of prayer. As always, I appreciate everybody for taking time to bless me. Uh, so, yeah, which which is works uh, as far as the interpretation of Scripture from who read it, wrote it or whatever. You know, to me, it just sounds, you know, whether that was translated correctly or not. You know, I'm you know, not going to debate uh, the translation of it. I just know that uh, in, in accordance to the, to the, the, the Jesus of the Bible, he was more centered on love. And so that would definitely play into. Uh, something that I believe he probably would do if it was not his words about praying for people who mean you harm. Just because think about it, it's more than just his life we're talking about here. We're talking about eternity and the human soul is way more important than my feelings or my emotions or my opinions about political figures, whether I like them or not. I'm not about a political party left or right. It's all about, you know, winning souls for the kingdom of God, because that is going to be eternal. Decisions we make today will definitely last for all eternity we will be held accountable for the deeds done in the body as well. So I'll just pray for those who I love and those who I don't pretty care about. How about that? I'll put them all under one window. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, let's just close a little bit of prayer for those who uh, want to join in and just get an agreement, man. I think it's uh, power in numbers, of course. So let's just pray for strength and pray for wisdom and guidance in this day and age, especially heading into 2023. I think it's going to be a very interesting year. And I think it's important to, you know, have our faith grounded in the word and God's promises. And of course, expect him to move mightily in our lives, just because no matter what you do, no matter how much you prepared, no matter how much gold, silver, bullets, lead, ammo you got, don't matter when your numbers call. So you want to make sure your spirit man is in alignment with your eternal destination, which is through Jesus Christ only, in my opinion. All right, people, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening on a Tuesday night. Uh, we just pray that you continue to watch over and bless every single person who's tuned in right now and those who might watch the replay. Bless their households, Father. Bless the works of their hands. Do mighty works within them, Father, in accordance to your power that resides in them as believers in conjunction with your spirit, Father. We thank you for your perfect will that will be done in our lives, regardless of whatever it is we have planned. Your will will prevail. And we thank you in advance, Lord. I want to pray for all those in positions of power in this country and around the world that you would give them hearts after your very own father guide their hands, allow them to make decisions for on behalf of your people 
to the best of their ability in accordance to your desired outcome. We pray and ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you in advance. Amen. All right, my good people. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed this live stream. Back at it tomorrow, 7 p.m., the Hangout with Tom and Andrew. Definitely love just hanging out, talking with the fellas. I encourage you to join in if you guys want to hang out with us as well and share your thoughts or whatnot. It's always good to um, be able to connect with people who you know, have an interest in trying to share their voices and things of that nature. So, all right, man, that's all she wrote for tonight. Be blessed, be safe. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.